Hey, what's good? What's good? What's good, family? This is your boy, Pastor Santa Come on, this is the real, this is the real work show, and I'm, and I'm with my boy, my what's, man. What's up, y'all? This welcome to the real word. This is episode 18. We're here with a very special guest. Introduce yourself, sir. Moise Morancy. Good. Go ahead again. Moise Morancy. Hi. Cool. So shout to Brother Morancy for coming through to the show. Um, shout to everybody that's been watching the show. Shout to everybody that's been supporting the show. Shout to everybody that's been supporting us. Um, throughout the first season and second season. Shout out to Franco Haitian Youth Federation for their event this weekend that happened at Hebron by Dean Street. Um, shout out to the panel for having me. I'm talking about the show and a little bit of what we do here and creating the not-for-profit and the TV show. Um, shout out to the Brick TV. Um, we're going to have an entire season coming in June, so we're going to be on the TV regularly. Watch out for that, but we're still going to be doing TV specials. So my guy... My guy, this is the legend right here. Tell the people who don't know who you are. Watch out, man, people. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Hey, uh, what up, man? It's Moise Morancy. Uh, if you don't know who I am, uh, that's good because I don't want to disappoint you. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Uh, I'm an actor. I'm a hip-hop artist. I'm a poet. I'm an activist. Um, I'm a director. I'm a writer. I wear multiple hats, you know, so I'm somebody from Brooklyn, New York, who just wants to use his voice to help others, but I'm predominantly known, I'm predominantly known, I'm mostly known for the acting and the hip-hop and the poetry. Mm. I've been very blessed. I have a couple of accomplishments here and there. Um, so, you know, and that's with the grace of God, Amen. and we just keep moving forward. So that's a little bit about me. We'll learn more as, I guess, as we progress. So basically, um, right now, um, your last project, your last rap project, that was when? That was, I released that in November of 2016. Uh, called Chronicles of a Ghetto Rose mm -hmm. talking about my experiences I identify myself as a ghetto rose uh, I was having one of those rough mornings like you know crying in the shower but they were man tears chill out <laughs> and, uh, and you know I, the first thing I said is very you know I kind of feel this coin like in the movies I just said ghetto rose That's, that stuck with me and I was like you know how we come into the world as a rose mm -hmm. Very delicate, very, you know, soft or whatever, but the neighborhood around me has made me very cold. Mm -hmm. And though a rose is uh, soft and delicate, it also has thorns. Yeah, surrounded by thorns. Right. So that's what, what the concept of the project is, and it's chronicles. So it's telling the story of my upbringing, the gang violence, you know, the drugs in my neighborhood, the p crooked police, the fighting that I had to go through and all that extra stuff. And, you know, some people want to call it gangster rap music. I don't like that term. I call it audacious because I have the audacity to say what, I, what I've gone through. So, you know, Chronicles of a Ghetto Rose, shout out to Ebro for playing it and everything like that. So, oh, Ebro played it and everything yeah, like he, that. Yeah, he put uh, one of my songs, Bishop, on the radio on Hot 97. So that was very good. That's what's up. So from the, from the album, um, did you get a lot of great reviews from that? I did. I did. You know, I, 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 I'm very um, critical of myself. <laughs> Pardon me. <coughs> and I think it's one of the best mixtapes created in a while because... You know, it's none like it. It's a story. You know, it's the skits. It's kind of like, you know, a, a play in a way. Mm -hmm. You know, in the beginning of the tape, you hear my mother crying, praying to God, saying, this young kid is angry. Please send him somebody that can speak to him. The next song, you hear uh, a song about my father, how he sees me on TV and he wants to come back into my life. Do you know what that sounds like a What's little up? bit? It sounds like Kendrick's Good Kid Mad City. Juju, never. <laughs> never. But, um, no, but, no, it's not like that because in the whole tape, <clears throat> there's a song, uh, there's a song called Knock Knock coming from my father's perspective. Mm -hmm. It's a POV shot when you look at the video online. Had a couple hundred thousand views online. Very grateful for that. Amen. And, um, it's his perspective. He sees me on TV and he's like, man, my son is rich. I'm going to try to come back to him. So he goes and he tries to find me and he sees me in the hood in the project and he's getting robbed and everything like that. And throughout the whole tape, you hear the crazy stories that I've been through. And at the end of the tape, older Moise, 21-year-old Moise, goes, talks to 8-year-old Moise. Mm -hmm. So that's who God sent. You know what I'm saying? So I thought it was a creative project. And it's really dope. So go listen to Chronicles of a Get a Rose if you have some time. That sounds similar to the story of LeBron James, how when his father abandoned him and as he got older, his father showed up and his father tried to sue him. Mm -hmm. money really? At one point, yeah. Word. Father's funny. See that? But no, actually, not LeBron James, but I, I heard something happen like that with Shaquille O'Neal. His father abandoned him. Yo, bro, my man, just, we got a couple of um, shout-outs. My man, Sonny said, once he did the acts and I saw a Haitian V resemblance. 
What you have to say about that? <laughs> uh, shout out to Haitian V, but I'm not a Haitian V. Uh, no, but uh, there's no resemblance. Shout out to Haitian V, though. And my cousin Peter said, what's good, family? What up, homie? What's good? Yeah, you owe me some money, Peter. though. No, I'm kidding. He doesn't. That's what's up. That's, what's up. That's what's up. Shout out to Peter. Yeah, yeah what shout out to Um, Especially Peter. Shout out to Peter. Um, We got twins. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. Um, So, let's talk about the news recently. There's been a lot of... I guess friction between the black community and police again. We see on TV there was a lot of innocent black men that got killed recently and there's been a lot of discrimination against blacks even um, with the whole Starbucks situation where the two men were simply sitting down and they won't and that they were only there for two minutes before they were they had police called on them and today I saw a video of a lady she was I think at a I forget what type of restaurant what yeah, it was. Yeah, at, at, at a Chinese restaurant. And then she asked for like plastic utensils and the cops came and they choked her, they stand on the floor, they pulled her shirt the down. The black woman? Yeah, her breast was all out. Wow. There was three white cops, you know? Yeah. And I don't know, I feel like this whole this whole society at this point is kinda like on attack mode. It's like one group of people is on attack mode and one group of people is on defense mode. What you guys think about that? Well, man, wrong is wrong. Um, you know, the uh, I want to shout out the, the, the young black kid who stopped um, the white guy who basically shot innocent lives for no reason. Um, the police um, did not kill him, but unfortunately the police killed my man, shot him 15 times, and didn't even say freeze. You know what I'm saying? But the guy had a gun, and he killed people and didn't kill him. You feel what I'm saying? So shout out to that black kid who helped out, um, who he could save and stop the man, even though he got shot at. You see what I'm saying? I just feel like, in all honesty, we just need to wake up. We need to police ourselves. We need to protect ourselves. We need to arm ourselves. And and I'm I'm, I'm asking all 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 the Bloods and all the Crips in 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 my neighborhood, in our neighborhood, in Brooklyn and everywhere. Let's come together. Let's support each other. Let's build this Wakanda because let me tell you something. The ops are out here. The ops is the white supremacists. The uh, the ops are the, the the racist cops that are that are out there. I didn't say cops. I said the racist cops that are out there. And let's protect ourselves from the neo Nazis. Let's arm ourselves. We're not here to attack nobody, but you can't come over here and kill us. So that's that's my perspective. That's the time that I'm moving right now. Um, I respectfully respectfully disagree with that. Respectfully, um, because. When you say stuff like arm yourselves and stuff like that to those who are, I don't want to say uneducated, but naive and don't know how the Panthers did it at that time. Yeah, the Panthers, that's no, no, the Panthers no, no, did I understand. Yeah. But I'm saying that that was a different time because the, the gun laws were different. So they were allowed to do that. Once the Panthers started arming themselves and had to do what they had to protect their community because they loved them, not because they were savages, as we know. No, but I talk, the thing is that we're not talking about in regards to being a savage. I'm, talking, I'm not talking about going around. No, no, I know. I'm yeah. saying how they think the, the Panthers were. They think yeah. the Panthers were savages. We know they were not. The facts. But the people who are not like the Panthers, who aren't educated in the sense how to use guns and stuff like that, it's only going to be worse. Now, I'm not the the turn the other cheek, you know, good guy and everything like that, okay. but we can't use rhetoric like arm ourselves and stuff like that because we're live. They could just look you up. And then they'll see that you said that. You know what I'm saying? And they'll try to perceive you. I know you're not like that. I know you're a good guy. But they'll try to perceive you as the enemy. So we have to be very careful when we say arm ourselves and, you know, build a new Wakanda or whatever. Because there's no actual foundation. People can just get a gun and harm others. We know we're just trying to protect each other. But when we say stuff like that, I was talking to one of my homies. And he said something like, oh, we need to arm ourselves. We need to police our own. What does that really mean? If you think you're going to police your own, alright, bet, let me follow your lead. Police our own. Here's the gun. Are you going to go strapped up and do do this stuff? No, there's a lot of those people who say stuff like that are just talking because they're not really going to do that. It's, be, it's very dangerous because... They really know how to do that. Right, and I, I don't want to see you... But, that, but the, 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 this, is not, this is not the case and this is not the scenario. You see what I'm saying? My thing is that as, as a pastor, I believe in regards to having our own police. The same way the Jews have their own police... The same way the Italians have their own police and everything like that. I'm talking about... But we're black, we're, so it's different. But, but no, that, that's, that's an excuse. It's like saying, well, we're black, we can't be entrepreneurs. No, that's not the same. The reason why is because there's no harm in being an entrepreneur. 
Um, no, no, but there is harm to bring an entrepreneur. The thing is that look, look how many artists got killed because of their own music. You see what I'm saying? Like people like Prince, people like Michael Jackson. Like, let's be for real. You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm basically saying to you. The thing is that as 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 a black as a black man, we are a threat to white supremacists. Yes. As as a Haitian black man, we are a threat to white supremacists. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So I'm, when I talk about armors, I'm not talking about let's just get strapped and just starting police. I'm not talking about I'm talking about in regards to having our own police, having our own security, okay. building ourselves, building. How do we do that? Well, I, well, what we're doing right now in regards to, for example, I give a perfect example. So I really believe this as 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 a pastor. Once once we build um, our collateral as a people, as a nation, we build a nation. We should be able to get training from from professional police officers and and hire professional police officers to protect our own community. Do you think a police officer would do that if, once they heard what you just said? Police officer would not want to. No, but the thing is that I, listen, I didn't say kill twelve. No, hold on. I, I didn't say kill twelve. I didn't say F twelve. You see what I'm saying? I'm talking about we as a people really, really coming together and holding each other down. Because if, if if the Jews can do it, if the Italians could do it, if the Asians could do it, we could do it. Also, I'm talking about us policing. Also, having people who identify with us to police us. That's what I'm talking about. I understand what you mean. Yes. I understand the mentality that you have. Yeah. I don't want to disagree with you. The reason why I said we're black is not because we're black and we're unable. We gave birth to civilizations. You said religions. Yeah. We did everything. We created everything. Yes. They stole from us That's ideas, our own women, our own children, all of that. The reason why I say we're black is because you and you compare us to Jewish people and other groups. They're not at, they're not under attack the same way we well, just, are. just have been attacked. No, I'm not have saying been, that they have. have, been, have, have I'm been, not saying yeah. that they haven't been. I'm saying yeah. they haven't been attacked to the degree that we have been. So, and they can distinguish themselves in a different way. You can't really tell if a person is Jewish unless they have the, their um, their clothing on, right? Yeah. They can take all of that off and just be a regular white person and go about gain, gain the benefits of white supremacy and white society, right? We can do that. I, I take this off, I'm still going to be black. So they'll look at me from a distance, uh, we won't give you funding. Uh, okay, you know what, keep that nigger over there. Sorry, that's part of my language. Keep that dude over there. The reason why I say that is because we have to jump through many different hoops. What we can do, I think, as a society, and of course I'm only 23 years old, I don't have the answers, is do it in a different way. Because if you talk about um, arming yourselves or whatever, and God forbid, God forbid, God forbid, somebody harms you, you're just another person on the block that was eradicated. As opposed to getting an education, um, building your own business, being an entrepreneur, giving back to the community, give them the right funding, give them the right technology, create therapy centers in the neighborhood so they can deal with some of the psychological PTSD and all the things that these kids are going through. We can do use different ways as opposed to just delving into violence. No, but, mind, the wait, wait, hold on, I, but the thing is that, wait, wait, one second, one second, one with second. my statement, I just want to just be clear, bro. Okay. Like, I, I, I was, you asked me specifics, Yes. I gave you specifics. Okay. I didn't just say just arm yourself and that's it. I'm talking about policing your own, building your own community, creating your own. I, I believe it. We're saying the same thing. Of course we're saying the same thing. Yeah, I, yeah, you yeah. saying that reminded me of when I was yeah. on a panel and I yeah, said yeah. the same thing. You know what I mean? But fact. I just want to be very careful because you're saying Bloods and Crips. I understand no, what no, you mean. No, wait, wait. I understand yes. what you mean by Bloods and Crips. Yeah. Not Bloods and Crips strapped and wild out. Let's not be against each other. That's Let's come fact. together. I understand. Yes. But the viewer watching the secretly, secret police not playing, watching this could be like, Bloods and Crips, what are you talking about? Well, like I said, this I want to just add. There, there are organizations that I've been talking to an organization, two organizations that are doing phenomenal in regards to getting Bloods and Crips together in regards to building their community instead of destroying their community. Oh, that's you great. have save you have save our streets. Mm -hmm. You have GMAC, okay. who are actually doing phenomenal work. Mm -hmm. We're actually helping guys who came from the prison system just to be better and not getting involved with crime. You see what I'm saying? Because it's all about opportunity. So that's what I'm talking about. 100%. I think it just, just it should have been a little bit more clarification what you mean by that in regards to what I was saying. 100%. I agree. I'm to interject, gentlemen. You stop interjecting, man. Yeah, no, you're good, man. I would say this. Um, shout out to the Real World Ministries because those are some of the things that we're trying to set up. Community centers, counseling, marriage right. counseling. Um, feeding, well, basically doing what Jesus did, meet the needs of the people yes. before we right. start to minister to them. 
In regards to arming ourselves, I wouldn't say arm ourselves with firearms. I would say arm ourselves with knowledge to first weaponize our minds because I feel like that's where a lot of us as black people fall short. There's a book called The Miseducation of a Negro. And it's mm. so once you mm. read, once you remove the education of a Negro and you deprogram him, you can reprogram him the way you want him to be. Wow, right. It's like almost like a cell phone, you know, you turn you press the button, the Apple sign comes on, you know, it's an iPhone, you click Instagram, Instagram open up, you put mm. in the name of the user, you go to the pictures, you click follow, you click like, if you click like a heart pops up. Mm. It's a system. Right. It's a program. Just like America. Now as black men we have been misprogrammed where since we're I understand where both of you are coming from. He's saying Buzz and Crips because that seems like the kind of organized group or militant group within our community now, but they're miseducated most that's of That's a them. fact. 100%. Yeah, the ones that's properly educated, they're miseducated in the sense that they think that quick money will elevate their social status, but then that quick money ends up giving them felonies and things of that nature what makes it hard for them to elevate in society going forward, which puts them in that system, right. they go within that system, and then they go into the white man system, right. which basically is in and out of jail, they become institutionalized, mm -hmm. institutionalized, where they're in and out of jail, and jail's regular to them. Once they go to jail a couple times, it removes the fear of prison from them. So oh, right. Them, That's facts. They become institutionalized, and even when they're outside, they can't live in regular society, so they end mm -hmm. up in a shelter, mm -hmm. which is similar to the prisons. And because they're separated from a woman and they can't provide for a woman basic needs um, the woman goes to the government basically and she gives the government her child and mm -hmm. now she's a warden of the state and he's property of the state you're breaking it down bro so so mm -hmm. if not to use myself an example but i'm an individual that went to school yeah i almost got quite a couple of charges but thank god you know those charges got dismissed i had i had parents that felt like they looked out for me and I got my cases sealed and dismissed, you understand? So I was able to go to college, get up 10 degrees, go to work, start businesses, get a job, and I obtained the education. And from that education that I obtained, I created this platform, which right. educates the people for free. 100%. Every Monday. So, and not only that, we was able to create a not-for-profit that's going to yeah. help people and re-educate the people. But that took one person being educated to be able to educate others. Exactly. And we touched not hundreds but thousands a week that's a fact so we're we're almost breaking the system and reprogramming the black men to show them that look at this this is black men that's doing work just like the panel that i was on saturday it was only three black men on the panel everybody else was black women right. why is it oftentimes that black women are the ones elevating and black men are the ones lagging mm. i wanted to basically add to what ricard is basically saying um i just feel like in regards to the neighborhood I feel the neighborhood needs just a lot of, it's all about educating and creating opportunity. You feel what I'm saying? A lot of people, unfortunately, what has happened is, the reason why a lot of people in the hood has, 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 has been caught up and really hasn't had opportunities because no one is showing them opportunity. And this is why the real world is here, is to show people opportunity. You listen, you, you can do it this way. You can be better, you can be progressive. Right. So you can move forward. So that's what it's pretty much is what it's all about. But you got a shout out from Charlene. H she said, Oh my goodness, Moyes, when I first met you, I knew you would do great things. Charlene H. <laughs> she said, hey girl. She said, you know, right? Um, I don't know. Uh, and, and, that's my homegirl. She said, and my prediction is true, keep up the good work. Hopefully one <laughs> Thank of you will cross roads. Thank you. To, um, Peter. Yeah. Like Peter dropped a couple comments. That's a fact. On the page he right definitely there. he definitely um He's definitely, a lot of people are feeling what you're doing, man. I think what you're doing oh, is awesome. a phenomenal thing. Just keep it up, what you're doing, my brother. Yeah, shout out to the viewers, all the people watching live. That's shout out to you. Um, drop a comment, drop a like, drop a share. If you like the um, subjects that we're talking about, drop a like, share with your friends so that they can see it. Each one teach one. The more we share it, the more the voice goes out there. Um, if you have any questions for us and you want us to answer it live, drop a question live. We'll answer it. We'll shout you out. Don't ask me if I got a girl. My your business. I have to ask you a good question. So, how you guys feel about the J. Cole album? Oh, Lord. Um, I can start. Um, I feel like J. Cole is like one of the teachers of the game. He's one of the key holders in the sense that I feel like it's what, it's what Nas was doing back in his day and what KRS-One was doing back in their day where they was educating the people through rap. Um, Jay-Z was more on the flamboyant side, more and more materialistic, and he came at, J he came at Nas like, what are you trying to do? You trying to keep knowledge? 
But we know that knowledge has longevity and look at the way it is now. Now Jay-Z is kicking knowledge about credit and financial um, freedom and wealth and generational wealth. In a sense of what J. Cole is doing, he's trying to repro he's trying to reprogram the rap game in a sense that he's he's calling out all these tattooed face people <laughs> and all these drug addictors. Like back then rappers used to rap about being the drug dealers. Now they're rapping about being the drug users. Wow and it's almost like they're saying that that, that this is what being pro promoted. Like you you're talking about Molly and Percocet, that's not people of our color that's doing not only purpose as mostly whites, but now blacks are doing it because rappers are rapping about it and acting like it's cool. Same thing with syrup and everything else. So J. Cole is like rebuking all of those things in the name of hip hop. Almost like 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 get back devil. <laughs> so like um those other guys that's like gimmicks like Sitakashi Six Nine and those other people with the tattoos on their face, the walking logos, um Basically, he's calling him out like, yo, you're not. I said the walking logos. Oh, 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 what I thought about his album? Yeah, album, yeah. I can't really give my perspective on it just yet because I have to listen. I'm one of those guys who have to listen to it a lot of times. Yeah, I because oh, he's a great artist. J Cole is come yeah, on, he's he's a, he's, a, he's he's a legend, man. You know, not even just a socially conscious, but I do agree is that he's he's just a he's just a great rapper, man. He just the stuff any topic that he rap about, he kills it. And I hate this trend of trying to say he's whack. You know, I don't know if you guys peeped that, but it's so corny, but. Regarding his album, um, I think Jay said it best. You can't really, for me, you can't really um, break down an album like in a one or two day span. That's a fact. I have to understand the lyrics. But from what I heard, I liked it more than his last album. His last album was kind of very, not monotone, but it was very chill. Yeah, it was like a sad album. Yeah, and you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, this album, I liked it more, but. J. Cole will always be that guy for me, man. I always I feel like all of his albums are fire. Of course. I feel all yeah. of his albums are fire. I feel Complex be hating on him. It'd be like, can he, do, can he do it again without but, the features? But Complex is more like bias, you know? Just the people on the panel. Like, uh, what's that guy named? DJ Academics. They're more into the, the new high drug addict, drug addict rap. What's Takashi 69, everybody. I think Takashi 69, he's one of the biggest gimmicks out there. But. He's the troll of hip hop, basically. He, and ironically, he looks like a troll. So, like, <laughs> you know, so that's what he's doing. But he's like one of those attention grabber people. And we live in a microwave period where if anything jumps in front of you and grabs your attention, like, what's that? It's like a baby. You ever seen a baby? You jump in front of the baby, you go, Ugh! then the baby goes, Ugh! Wow. what's going on? Like, wow. that's the rappers that we have out right now. That, Ugh! Ugh! Wow. They just. They do um, provocative things to like make just people talk, but after mm. they like they're known more for the things that they do than their music. Wow, that's real. That's dope. I, I like I like what you said there. Um, you know, I don't really have a, uh, thoughts on Takashi, but I do agree with what you're saying regarding those artists who are just you know those so-called rap artists who just are rappers. They're not really rappers to me. They just give me guys like you said attention. It's a shock value is what it is, you know what I'm saying? And they're like low-budget 50 cents because 50 Cent had the skill. One of my favorite rappers of all time, but he, he had the skill, but he would also hit you with the shock value, how to rob, all of that stuff to get you upset, to get you riled up. But he was dropping hits and he was dropping dope lyrics. He was a bully of hip-hop. Oh, of course, of course. I love many men. I love. I bump that album all the time. When I'm in the gym, I'll be bumping that album, man. Yeah. It's a great artist, a legend, 50 Cent. One I of my favorite you, rappers. Would you consider J. Cole to be the top three right now? Of course, J. Cole is one of the top three. So who do you think is the top five? Other than J. Cole and Kendrick? I'm not answering that question, man. Why? I'm the, not answering the, that. the top five current right now? Right now. I would say J. Um, I'll say Kendrick, I'll say Cole, mm -hmm. um, that's three right there. Um, to round out the top five current, I'll throw Ross in there, Ross is lyrical. And for the last five, a lot of dudes that fell off, I want to say Meek Mills, but people might look at me like, Meek Mills, you Meek Mills, nice. But Meek I would say, I, I like Big Sean too, but I, I'll put Big Sean there too. Do you, nice. you know the reason why I'll pick Meek Mill over Big Sean and all the other people? I think right before he went to jail, he was, it's, it's like his, his third eye awoken where he was very social conscious. 
in his music videos, in the songs that he was putting out where he's talking about young black America, and he was like, yo, you threw your life away over a basketball game, you shot somebody, that's stupid. Just take me as an example. I'm, I'm a cop said that I, I put out a gun on him and you ruined my whole life. I've been in and out of jail since the age of 18, and this is like, almost what, like 18 years later. That's crazy. He's dealing with the same thing. Do you, do, do you think he's gonna come? He's gonna come out soon, right? Yeah, he should. He should have been out already because, um, due to the corruption, where the cop that testified against him, they found out that he testified. He he gave false testimony on over 20 cases, and those cases all went to trial last week, and majority of them were dismissed. And on top of that, um, that cop was stealing. He was doing bribery. He was doing all kind of corruption. <laughs> and and the judge knew about all this, but they said that the judge had a personal vendetta. Wow. The church, I mean, the judge arraigned him since 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 this week and released him on bail. But she wants to wait till June. And and the mayor, the governor, and congressman, team owner of the 76ers mm -hmm. of the of the Patriots, they all saying to release him, release him, release him. He's in jail, but yeah, I, I guess up to yeah, the Meek, I like Meek's music. Meek is a dope artist to me. He's one of those rappers who are just, you know, they're dope. They're a dope rapper, you know what I mean? You know, people just going with the trend to try to play him because of the whole situation. situation. But he's he's a dope artist. Fuck I forgot him. to name Drake. Drake is up there. I mean, Drake is definitely yeah, up there Drake too. Up he's there. doing his thing the too. Thing, the thing, the thing, like, because most of the people, I. I named, I guess, was more socially conscious. Drake doesn't really talk about socially conscious things. He's more commercial. Yeah. Where, like, he's getting a lot of money from a lot of big companies, so he doesn't say certain things. You gotta remember, like, he's half Jewish, to be honest. So he's so more bad. about his business than about his people, his other half. So um, on one song, I think it's called, Oh, You Like It, oh, you like it or something like that. And he said that, um... Um, the other day, this girl came up to me and said, why you don't talk about the things that's going on? He said, oh, I could talk about it, everybody tweet about it, and then the next week it's like everybody forget about it, and everybody goes about their business like it never happened. And he says that that's the most I'll say about it. That's basically what it is, where everybody makes a hashtag, everybody throws up a picture, everybody do this, everybody do that, and then we talk about these things, and then the next week we, we talk about something else. And they have these charter shows like Takashi Six Nine that's gonna distract you from what's really going on. And talking about him and Adrian Broner versus the black people that's getting killed right on TV in front of everybody every week. Mm. That's real. I have to ask you more about your work, man. Yeah. Um, you still you still write poetry? I'm still working on music. You know, what I'm saying um, I haven't released music uh, since last year, but you know, because right now I'm just auditioning uh, for a lot of movies and TV shows. A lot of movies that came close to doing, a lot of TV shows came close to, but it just didn't go my way. But God is good, everything happens for a reason. But I'm always writing. I, I have a whole project that I'm working on, but, you know, I can't say when that's going to be. But, you know, just I'm always working. You don't see, if you don't even see nothing of me, even if you see stuff, just know I'm always working on something. Every single day, every single minute of the day, I have that very Westbrook, Kobe type of uh, mentality. You know, I, I call it the Vegeta complex. You guys know Vegeta. Yeah, he always, That's felt, a, he always felt short to Goku. So. Well, chill, chill, don't do that. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I, hate, I, 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 hate, I hate Goku. I hate Goku. But no, I really, the mentality of Vegeta, you know, wanted to be the best he could be. And um, just keep working on himself every single day. That's the mentality wow. that I had. So, you know, that's what I, I'm always working on stuff. That's what's up. That's what's up. So you wanna, you wanna, you wanna give a little poetry to the people? Nah, I'm alright, man. Nah, right. man, I'm not in that space right now. I'm not in the space of that. kicking rhymes and so yo. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna kick no rhymes right now. Right now, I'm just focused on the acting stuff right now. You know what I mean? Memorizing so, my lines. Tell people about the Negus movement that you had. And explain to people what Negas is, because a lot of people don't Well, know. you know, I haven't really articulated uh, that thing for a while, but, you know, I'll do that just for you. Thank you, sir. Right. Not the rest of y'all. No, I'm kidding. Um, Negus, <laughs> N-E-G-U-S, in the Ethiopian language of Amharic means king. Um, it's not a word that I created. It's a word that's always been here for many years. Um, but, you know, I was a student of these individuals. Can't say their name, because I don't really rock with them no more. But these older folks who taught me about the word Negus, um, and... You know, I remember I met them when I was uh, much younger, and I'd I'd be rapping. I'm saying the N word left and right. They're like, "Why would you call yourself that?" And I just basically regurgitated what Jay Z told me. Jay Z told me what I heard from Jay Z. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, I can meet Jay one day. But um, 
we took the power from the word. But I didn't really, you know, I, I was just listening to what he said and just said it. Nah, these dudes taught me that, nah, I'm a negus. You know, I am a king as opposed to the N-word. You know what I'm saying? I identify as that. You know, so I created a group, Negus Nation. And that's basically my foundation, everything, my lifestyle, the... The, the, the mentality that I have that, you know, I'm, a, I'm royalty as opposed to um, a slave, which American society and all over the world is anti-blackness, but try to make us believe that we're less than and I, and I don't feel like that. Mm. Yeah. And is the movement still going on? Of course. Yeah, every okay. day. Every day. You know what I'm saying? I still have my guys. Ron L is working on his project. He's a part of Negus Nation. You know what I mean? He's working on his project. Say cool. Shout out Say cool and them. You know, you just, you know, we, we work in every single day. That's the mentality that we have. We're not less than, you know. We have this very, uh, not superiority thing, but, you know, we're very sure of ourselves and we won't let anybody degrade us in any way, shape, or form. Mm. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah. You're powerful. Definitely, definitely. Thank you, bro. Definitely powerful. Um, I wanted to basically check this out. I wanted to ask you guys a quick question. How you feel about... um? Governor Cuomo basically allowing people who used to be felons to start voting and everything like that. I think that's fine. I don't think it's a big deal. Why can't people vote? You know, there's people that have done worse that still can vote. <laughs> Whoa, that is facts, though. You really preach it right now. <laughs> that is facts. You said the people who did worse. Yo, that's facts, man. People in this society, the higher ups, you know what I'm saying? They doing terrible things in the world, and they make the world go around. So. I haven't actually heard about that, to be honest with you, but um, I don't see anything wrong with that. Just because you have had a uh, a record doesn't necessarily mean that you're a criminal, you know what I'm saying, that you're actually a bad person. A lot of people in our communities uh, have seen jail time for things they haven't done, like Khalif Browder. You guys know that story? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That broke my heart when I heard that. And I heard that, was, uh, when I first heard that, I think I was around 19, uh, when I first heard that story, 18, 19. Who people are, you know, young kids or young black people are in jail and they haven't committed any crimes. You know That's what I'm saying? crazy. It's messed up. But, you know, you know, the fact that they have the opportunity to choose who uh, their potential next president will be or, or any, anybody else in office, that's a beautiful thing. That's a great thing. So I support that. Wow. Unless it's like a heinous crime. If you have a real heinous crime, then I want, I want your perspective. I think the governor is also moving forward to decriminalize marijuana, right? Oh, yeah, of actually, um, Schumer too. wants to pass a, a, a bill to um, discriminalize that. How do you guys feel about that? I think um, at this point, like the other day, I went to um, Ebenezer Church. Shout out to Ebenezer Church. I'm Ebenezer SDA. And we had a whole discussion about marijuana. And I was telling them how the marijuana culture in California is different from the, from the marijuana culture in New York. Where it's free, like you can walk down <laughs> to Venice Beach, and there's 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 the weed doctors, you know, and so like from them t telling me, and they're asking me the questions back and forth, like the was one man that finally asked me one last question, them, so is marijuana good or bad? Is <laughs> answer the question, and I was like, well, it depends on who you asking. I believe for like younger children whose brains are still developing and are still developing in life and don't know where they want to be and don't have a, a strong structure around themselves, That's I think fact. they should leave marijuana alone because that would just give them a reason to be lazy and not do anything. Um, I think older people that's like have their life in order, that go to work, that doesn't require them to take drug tests. Like if you work a nine to five office job and you're just punching things on the computer, you go home, you roll up a split and that's your <laughs> business. But if you're driving like kids on a school bus, mm. you shouldn't be smoking weed. Well, yeah, you know, that, that's a dope perspective you brought. From, but me personally, I don't smoke, so I don't think I'm educated em enough to touch on the topic. I don't really smoke or drink. I don't smoke, but I barely drink. Maybe for a special occasion once, once a year. But I don't really, uh, you know, there's a lot of people I've heard smoke weed, and they're not bad people. I don't yeah. see what's wrong with that, you know what I'm saying? But me personally, I don't do it. Um, but, you know, if somebody want to smoke, I don't see how it's necessarily harming the world. It's just a stigma attached to marijuana, I feel like, especially us being Haitian, there's a stigma, oh, once <laughs> you smoke weed, like, you're a crackhead, with that buzz. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I see that you're smoking weed, huh? You're criminal now? I'm like, come on, man, you bugging out. I mean, they, they have those type of perspectives on uh, drugs and stuff like that. They think somebody was doing something... Um, doing like drugs, uh, some weed or whatever, they might turn into a crackhead and do some wild stuff. But that we know that's not the case. I, I know people who do that stuff, and you know, it's 
not it's not what I do, but if they want to do it, they're, they're not be they're not bad. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not bad people. Also, the the structure around you. There's rich kids that sniff coke and go what? to school and go to work. Come on, man. Of course. Day, you know, there's, there's, there's guys that's there's guys that's managing your money, that's managing your insurance policies, that's making rules for your children, and they sniff coke all day every day. Dude, I was doing. I'm not gonna say. I was doing the project. You know, with very influential uh, people, actors or whoever, and dude, they were talking about yeah, like you know, I mean, I did a little, did a little cocaine. I'm like, okay, like, hey, boy, you want? I'm like, no white person, I'm good. I'm not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's not my thing, man. You know, but they, they live in life. Yeah. They ain't gotta deal with no problems. You know what I'm saying? Candy. Yeah. So it is. It is what it is. Like some Dr. Phil, I'm not tired. You asking me some money? Man, let's talk about entertainment. What I I'm working said, on? Say no more. I'm working on a. I'm working on a a new um, movie right now. No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. Uh, but hopefully one day. Trending topic. That's all. Trending topic. No, no, no. Let me. The things that what I usually do. Man, let's ask me who I who what celebrity I would want to marry. What celebrity would you want to marry? I can't answer that question. No, <laughs> uh, but they got some fine girls up in there. No, I'm just kidding. My girlfriend Fokwisha watching this. What's up, girl? How you doing? Is that her real name? Of course. What's what's the problem with that? No, Where her real name? Fokwisha. For real? No. Nah. Come on, man. You should have This guy been joking. Wow. Like, what's wrong with Fokwisha? Ain't nothing wrong with. I mean, there's different names that you people girls. Don't try to switch it up now. She's like Fokwisha. Type of ghetto ass name is that now? It is. Nothing wrong with Fokwisha. Like I said, man, you 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 had a lot of names like Dashiki, all that. Hey, man, ain't nothing wrong with it, man. That's what's up. But um, the thing is that um, what kind of actors do you look up to? Like, oh, that's a great question. My favorite actors, man, you know, it's all over the place, but it always starts with Denzel. I, I, I was like, you better say Denzel. Denzel Washington, <laughs> Id- Idris Elba, Jamie Foxx, Will Smith, Sidney Poitier, so, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. So Morgan Freeman? Like, oh, Morgan is a legend, man. He's a legend. Epic. But, you know, I'm just getting out there. You know what I'm saying? One of my favorite entertainers of all time is Jamie Foxx. That's a fact. I think he's one of the greatest entertainers of all time. You know? And he wears multiple hats. Act. Oh, man. I love that statement. I always say that my cousin make fun of me. He wears multiple hats. The singing, the acting, sing the comedy. He's an underrated comedian. Mm. You he's think so? Underrated. Yeah. They don't name him up there with you know the, the top. Oh, he's the great. Kings of comedy. Come on, man. He's, he's great. Maybe because he's too young. Because most of the black kings in comedy are older guys. Dave Chappelle. Well, Dave Chappelle is, is like top, kid. top, no, top. I say top three. Top. I I want to say that, but I can't do that to the people who paved the way for him. Or, you know, Richard Pryor. No, of course. Like I mean, you 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 can, you can never forget. I never really thought Eddie Murphy to be funny. In All right, guys. Thanks for your time. <laughs> <laughs> you think Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy is. Funny. But I've never seen a stand up, so maybe that's. I've seen a stand up. This guy, <laughs> you've never seen a stand up, man. Come on, man. And I see him in these movies, and he's not. No, like those movies were like the, you know, the kids. Those yeah. were, that's, that was later on, man. When Eddie was young. Eddie was doing his thing. Eddie was doing his thing. Raw, delirious. Oh, yeah, man. Eddie, Eddie's up there. Um, uh, Richard Price, Red Fox is up there. Red Fox, you, you watch those things. Um, um, What's it says for this one? That's not him. You ever watch this thing called? It's like they had like um, this guy name again. Um, that that guy was uh, uh, good friends with Frank Sinatra. It basically every year they would have like like a toast and they would roast everybody. Oh yeah, bro. Red Fox would rip it. Oh, Richard man. Pryor would rip rip it. My man D Martin. And I, I'm not D Martin. Um, yeah, D Martin. No, the, the white guy. You know that white guy who played with Steve the, Martin. Steve Martin would rip it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what about favorite TV shows? Like my, I, I, my top, it's my top. Three. Back in the day, is 
Good Times. Good Times is a good one. Martin, yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No Family Members. Nah, nah. Family Members is official. Nah, I didn't say it's not official, but it wasn't mine. Oh, it was in my <laughs> But it's so disrespectful, I was so dismissive. I, 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 nah. I like good times and I also like um, what's that what's that thing called to with um um uh, moving all up? Good oh, uh Jefferson's the Jefferson was good too. That was a great one. That was a great one. Hilarious. Yeah. But you know what show I really rock with? The real word. Word? Why is that? What do you think of that? Come on man, you guys are doing your thing, man. You guys knowledgeable. Now I mean you have handsome guests on the th- <laughs> you guys are doing your thing. You should see this. You should see this spot, man. It's dope, man. You know, I like what you guys are doing. So, man, listen, man. We, we definitely want to work with you and support you and what course, what brother. you're doing, cause you know, cause you know, um, the industry don't really show love that like. Huh. I have stories. People don't understand that. I really have stories. Well, he don't want to say names on camera. I'm not gonna say no. No, no, no. Don't say names. But, but why is okay? Tell me. Okay, this is two questions I want to ask. Right? How have you experienced its funniness? Oh, oh, it's okay. Oh, you see man. that? <laughs> Do you see the one? Hmm. You talking, talking crap about the people, and then you see what happens. So I wanted to make sure. So, okay, okay. So, um, how have you experienced it to be funny, and why is it funny? Um, I'll tell you a story about. I have to be careful here. No names, okay. I can't use names, but you know when I say certain things, people run with it, and I see it on the internet or whatever. But oh well. Um, oh well, for you. I mean, for me, it's gonna. I lose my career. Nah. Um, no, but I. I was. I've worked with a very famous person. How famous? Like what? What you say? Very famous. Like how famous? Hmm? A list celebrity? <laughs> Can't say, but very famous. He's like snitching. Like you know, just like award winning type. Mm. What type of award? Grammy. Damn, you trying to break it down like that? Yeah, I'm not trying to break it down. But just know, I just know. It's the real word. Keep it real. You say your words. It's Keep just, it real. it's just, it's on that level. Okay. And you know, man, everything was all good. You know, everything like that. A week ago. <laughs> it was on this day, 19, did it? No, I'm kidding. No, but, you know, just people move funny, man. And, you know, just the way they act towards you and people are real conniving. It's a real kiss-ass type of uh, industry, you know. And it, everything is like that, but, you know, for some people... every industry is kiss-behind. Well, yeah, but, you know, I, some people are not built like that. I'm not kissing nobody ass, you know what I'm saying? From the music industry to ministry. The music well, industry well, is funny. Well, well, I Actually, I've, I've experienced so many things in the music industry. You know what I'm saying? People biting, people speaking mad, disrespectful. Who bit on you? Pause. What are you talking about, man? N-I-G, me, guys? Huh? What you talking about? <laughs> no, but you know, people biting and stuff like that. It's, it's a real funny, it's a fun, it's a funny industry. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you just got to keep moving forward. And, you know, if you trust in God, you're going to get the last laugh. So, it is what it is. Do you but, think the people in the industry believe in God? Or do you think there's a lot of like satanic stuff going on? Because they talk about that Illuminati stuff a lot. Like, <laughs> But he didn't answer my question. My question was, so I'm going to cut you off a car. My question was, go ahead, go ahead. Um, what's the funniness? Oh, wow. Somebody just finished your question. Yeah, 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 I'm going to get to yours, Judy. Wait one second. <laughs> my question is, okay, tell me a funny situation that happened in regards to you dealing with, you don't have to say a name, and why I think it's so funny. Because I've noticed that with a lot of artists, like, like for example, like her, she even said that, like, a lot of, like, you know, her, that the R&B artist, she's like, this song, um, what, this song, closer to, um, closer, um, if you get closer to me. Like, share, people, drop comments. Yeah, yeah, and she basically said that a lot of people don't celebrate good artistry until, until when you go mainstream, that's when they want to bite you and go hard for you and stuff like that. This so, industry is very funny. That's a great question. This generation appreciate this generation doesn't appreciate good artists it, it appreciate popular artists like you're talking about with certain these so-called logo uh, artists um it's a popularity contest and um it is what it is man it, it, it's unfortunate but this is the generation of mediocrity exactly to me it's like people ask me about certain artists and i guess they'll they'll if you don't if you don't rock with them they're going to think you're hating mm-hmm. if i saw Lauren Hill, Tupac Shakur, Snoop Dogg, Outkast, Jay-Z, Nas. If I saw all of these artists and a person who's just rhyming words now, they'd be like, yo, this person's amazing, but I saw this. So I'm not impressed by that. You know what I'm saying? That's not hating, but people will say that it's that it's but how hating. is that hating? What, what premise is that? That's not a premise. That's, that's what the people say. They say, you know what, partic- like for some artists right now, they'll be like, yo, this person's mad, how this person sold mad records. 
doesn't mean that they're good. This is generation. Oh, it's a technological generation. So, so you're selling records because yeah. it's hot right now. Doesn't mean that you're necessarily good. And that's just what it is with me. Like, I don't think a lot of these artists are dope. That's just how I feel. Like, if I saw Jamie Foxx, how can I get impressed by this person? It's like, Jamie Foxx does this, that, and the third. Like, you don't. And you do this in a very media, mediocre way. Just to get by. Come on, man. Just to get by. Well, let, 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 let me ask you a question, right? So, tell me a funny situation that you dealt with in the industry. There's so many. Uh, question. You know, uh... Just tell us one. Hmm. No name. Uh, if you see that big pro- profile person. With the, with okay, okay, big profile person. This big celebrity singer hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Slid in my DM like, hey. Hey, yo, what you talking about? Nothing, <laughs> nothing against gay people. I love you all. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, they hit me up. They're like, yo, man, you're a really dope artist. Whatever, keep up the work, good work. I'm like, yeah, you know, um, thank you. I appreciate that. You're really great. This is a big, big artist, big singer, big whatever. I'm like, I bet. Um, yo, I have this song. You know, I don't want you to do anything. I just want to know what you think about it. Just dub me. I'm like, but you just hit me up. You telling me I'm dope or whatever. I'm just like, yo, I just want to know what you think. Do you think it's dope? Like, let me know. Dub my stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. Another one. Another very, very you big one. should have went harder in the paint. Nah, I'm not going to do it. I don't, <laughs> I don't really make... Uh, I don't really, like, do the kiss ass stuff. Like, I'm just like, are right, you mess with this? Okay, no. You're going to see me when I'm up. Yes, I'm so good. You're going to see me there. you be like, hey, what's up? I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. Why should I be nice to you if you'd be disrespectful to me? Another That's artist. Bad. Very, very big artist. Hit me up talking about, yo, man, I saw your video had millions of views. I want to post this on my page. Send me all your music. I'm like, all right, bet. When you want when you want me to do that? All right, I'll call you. Yo, I'm in the studio in New York. Where you at? I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm in New York, but I can't come out right now. Cool, cool, cool. I send you my music, and then you just dub me. Just ignore my stuff. I'm like, yo, dog, you hit me up to send you my stuff, and then you ignore me. It is what it is. I'm going to see you when I'm up. It's, it's the game, you know what I'm saying? And then it just, <laughs> it is what it is. It's just like, you know, for example, when you... You met a girl and, you know, you guys have a cool thing going on. She's sweating you. You wasn't really on that. But after a while, she take that energy away. Now you're talking to her. Now she don't want to talk to you. But it's like, you were just, you were just sweating me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, it's a funny industry. People move mad funny. It's all fake. Of course. For example, like, I know that... I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. The one person I can get a, give you a real good example. Wow. Moise, be careful, Moise, before you tell the word. Um, I'm sitting here. This is one artist I know. And I'm like, yo, man, like, um, they asked me to support this, sh- this show or whatever. I went to go support it. I paid my money, bought an extra ticket, cool. This person, I said, yo, I got a show coming up. You know in advance. Never came. I said, oh, hmm. Now, when I'm doing my show, big time celebrities come in. Huge celebrities coming. I post some pictures, you know, I'm with this celebrity, with this celebrity. They said the show is dope. Oh my gosh, congratulations, girl. I'm like, what you? Oh, now you want it? Or when you see the celebrity? It'd be it's like fake. that, man. It is what it is. I can't, I can't get now, specific. And, and, and this is why Master P went off in regards to them now wanting to honor Prodigy when he dies. It's like, when you die, and, it's, and it's, that's why I believe in this thing, funerals don't count spread love now. Why do you have to celebrate a person now they're dead? Like, you could celebrate them and, 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 and embrace them while they're alive. You know right. what I'm saying? That's so, that's best facts right there. And I thought most celebrities showed up to his funeral anyways. Oh, uh, no, they no, said no, no. none. Who, who's that? They said none. Um, Craig Mack or? Yeah, Craig Mack. No, Craig Mack, but I'm talking about, um, oh, yeah. yeah, that's a fact. It's crazy. Shout out to him, though. Um, let's get to that question and I'll come back to my Yeah, it's, um, Judy said, um, how did you get started in acting in Hollywood? What advice... Would you give to someone who's interested in getting their foot in the door? Shout out to Judas. Hey, so friend, what up? what's up? I hope you're still here. But um, the way I got started was I told my mama, I said, Mama, I want to be an actor at a very young age. Uh, I think I was the age of five years old. She was like, Miss Amin? No, actually, she wasn't like the tra- traditional Haitian. You know, traditional Haitians were like, actor, what you mean, actor? Doctor, lawyer, engineer. They always see the same thing. But um, she was like, nah, you know what? I'm going to try my best. And Somehow, some way, she met somebody where she was working who knew the next person, and they, that person was like, "Yo, um, I'm gonna make you a star." Mind you, this is like over ten years ago, you know. So that didn't happen. Well, I'm not gonna say that didn't happen, but 
you know, I've been auditioning ever since auditioning professionally for big, big movies, big, big TV shows. Some, some I got very, very close to. Some I got the part and it just had to go a different way. Like I landed a part in a big movie. Can't say what movie. Whew, damn, this stuff is hard. You gotta. It was a big movie, and um, one of my favorite directors. You're like, you know what? Can't say the movie. But. Um, was the, it Tyler Perry movie? No, hell no. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Tyler Perry movies. Sorry about that. No, but um, no, I did. I did the uh, um, audition. They're like, you know what? Moist is gonna be in the movie, and um, I was like, all right, bet. Counting down the days, I hit up my manager. I'm like, yo, it's supposed to be tomorrow. What's going on? Now they're saying the director's not available. I'm like, okay, so what that means? So everything, the, so since the director's not available, they're going to go with a completely new look because it's a different director now. Mm-hmm. Now they chose this super big celebrity, this super big, all these major people. And I'm like, dude, what the... I just wanted to... I just want to feed my family. You know what I'm saying? So it, the game is interesting. But advice I would give to a person um, trying to get in is create a reel. Show yourself acting. You know, put yourself out there as much as possible. Go to any little um, workshop they're having regarding acting. Go to theater. Go to theaters and try to, you know, mingle with different people and audition and uh, go online. If they ask you to pay for it, it's fake. It's a scam. You know, if um, they want you to pay for a manager, that's a scam. You know what I'm saying? So just try to indulge. Like, you know, you can make movies on your phone. Look at this. We have this great show right now. You know, we, we, we're doing everything we can on on, on certain devices, you know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. You got to try to put yourself out there. You got to do what you have to do to, to do what you want to do. So try to put yourself out there and post stuff online. Send things out to different casting directors and to managers or something. Something will pick up. So best of luck to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got, I think, one more statement. Um, they asked us, what's up thoughts on the J. Cole um, album? I think the person just came in, Terry. Fire! Fire! Legend, fire! fire. Fire. Like I said, there's a lot of great artists out there. Um, my homegirl, Kaya Baby from Queens, she's doing her thing. And she's so an artist? Yeah, she's nice. She's, oh. she's, she's just spit at, um, uh, for Funkmaster Flex. There's a lot of good artists out there. Like Yo, too. Terry, you gotta come on the show, man. You were talking about Kanye and J. Cole. Speaking of Kanye, Kanye's out here supporting the conservative girl, the conservative black yeah, girl. Yeah, I saw something with the Who's that? Dash was basically saying that black people should stop complaining about the black man's plight. And that uh, we can do different things to better ourselves in this certain situation. Yes, because he, Ebro said this morning on the radio that he spoke to Kanye for about thirty minutes, and you talking to Kanye about this. Kanye BC said that he retweeted what the girl wrote for Shock Value, I guess, to promote his album. Wow. And Ebro said maybe because that's you, that's because you're falling off. You don't sell as much as J Cole and and Kendrick and and Drake anymore. So maybe you're doing this for attention, but at the same time, you were the same one who went up into Trump's house to go visit Trump around the time he was elected. <laughs> and then and the client was like, yeah, because yeah. he took a meeting with me, but he didn't take a meeting, but, a, but Obama did not take a meeting with me. And then Ebro basically said that, yeah, Trump took a meeting with you at his house at Trump Towers, but once he got president and was in the White House, he never invited you to the White House. And he was like, oh, maybe because he's busy, so he's busy, he's nuts. Basically, like, Kanye's selling out and he was like basically Kanye is disattached from I guess the regular poor black man because he lives in Calabasas with all these rich people and basically he doesn't understand that there's a lot of people that are dealing with these same circumstances right now you know modern day racism yeah um where police brutality um un- unlawful police killings um when people are on TV screaming um don't shoot me don't kill me first first it was oh we thought he had a gun. Okay, now they didn't have a gun. Okay, um, he choked this person. Oh, he went to get um, Skittles and iced tea, and he had a hoodie, so he was scary, but he was a little kid. Like, all these different things, all these different reasons, all these different excuses that they use for a reason for killing us, and where's the justice? I guess it is just us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, this is something that goes on in our community. It's never going to stop. You know what I'm saying the best thing I could say is try Don't to say it's never gonna stop. It's never gonna stop. One day it's gonna stop. I think no, it's, it's gonna not. stop. One day it's gonna stop. Guys, it's, gonna stop. it's never gonna stop. It's, come on, let's be real here. The best thing we can do is, is try to help. Is <laughs> <laughs> try to grab as much people as possible in the sense that you know gain as much knowledge as possible to try to change, shift it, and try to help people um, with their situations. Like you know, 
Um, if somebody had, if there's an unjust killing, God forbid, um, we can do everything in our power, which we have been doing over the last couple of years. My last couple of years, I mean decades, but with the phone and stuff like that, record it, put it out, try to get as much justice as possible, but we know it's just us. But let's be very realistic. Um, I'm not one of those people who's, I'm, I'm not, def I don't have a defeated mentality because if I did, I wouldn't do the work that I do in the community, but it's never going to stop. They're always, they will always hate us. Why? Why? That's, Why do they hate us? I mean, come on, man. That's that's something. That's a question you have to ask them. But you know, they I'm asking you from your point of view as a black man. Why do um, they hate us? People, a lot of people say some. Some people would say, you know, they don't hate us. They're just scared of us. <laughs> I think it's both. They hate us because we're so knowledgeable. I think there there's a lot of jealousy, and by they, I don't mean the average white person. I mean the racist white person. Um, we look at all the things that we've done in not just American society, but all over the world, you know, they try to mimic our moves. They try to mimic, they try to copy our black women. Mm -hmm. They try to copy everything that they do. They literally get fake parts and put them on themselves to look like the black woman. That's envy. You know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a monologue I did in one of my, my, my poems. I go, America, I find it rather banal, you know, cliche, the excessive use of your idiomatic jargon. Your perceptions of us as a whole are not only false, but extremely offensive and derogatory in every sense of the word. I mean, we enrich your very existence. We've contributed to the everlasting success of this country, not just in the entertainment aspect, but the academic as well. You know what I'm saying? We've, we've done everything to build this country up. There, there's a lot of jealousy when it comes to racist white people and the average black person. So, you know, as, as we continue to soar and continue to thrive in this society, when we are undermanned and when they had an incredible head start and to still be the president of the United States, to still be a doctor, a lawyer, all that stuff, they hate it. Why do people hate? Because they're envious. You're envious of us. Hate comes from the inferior man. There you go. Well, we finally got out to that, that poetry and those big words. <laughs> Damn, I, didn't, I wasn't trying to do that. I wasn't trying to do that. But yeah, you know, so unfortunately it will never stop. But so we won't stop. Of course, there you go. So when we can't walk, then we will run. Right. When we can't run, we will fly. Right. <laughs> so we will uh, fly. We take that Bugatti. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> but yeah, man, it is what it is. It's, it's just the reality because you know the slave who was kidnapped from his land to bring here, how many years ago? It's still going on. That violence against us. You know what I'm saying? So it's the it's. Like Tupac said, that's just the way it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, Judith asked another question. She says, do you have Christian roots? If, if so, how do you incorporate that into your goals and projects? That's beautiful. That's a beautiful question right there. Um, everything I do, I believe, is, is, is rooted by God. You know, um, if you listen to my project, it's God sprinkled all over it. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's a line I said. You know, you can't prevent temptation, but you can prevent the sin. You know what I'm saying? And like so many different things I did, like I, I talked about God. You know, I pray every single day, every that's moment of the day. That's a deep line, though. You can't prevent the temptation, but you can prevent the sin. Yeah, that's, in, that's, in what, that's on my project. You know what I'm saying? I'm inspired, bro. Wow, thank you. I'm very inspired. But, you know, like... By, by, by two legends. <laughs> I don't know. I ain't no legend, but you probably the legend. But uh, <laughs> I, I ain't no legend yet. I'm One day God will... But everything I do, you know, is rooted wow. by God. I, you know, my mother is a, you know, Christian woman. She, she says you always got to help people. My mother's an activist, you know, Haitian, educated Haitian woman. She taught me so many things. She always wants to help people. I'm always helping people every single day on this earth as much as I can, even when it's not caught on camera. You know what I'm saying? Um, and everything I do with my art, sometimes I feel this urge. I say, you know, I have to write something right now. Like God is telling me to write this, and boom, guess what? Ten million views. I'm like, word. Thank you. I appreciate that. It is, you know, so um, I do not rock with the devil at all. Everything, you know, I go to church all the time. I, I, I pray many times a day. Like, <laughs> I pray a lot, you know what I'm saying? So it is, it is what it is. Everything is, is God's work. Have you seen the devil in the industry? Ha! Mm. Um, have you seen the devil in the industry? Comes back. Mm, have you seen I the don't in the think I've seen the devil in the industry. Because if I did, I would have punched him in the face. Have you seen ritualistic things within the industry that's promoting devilism? I, do, I don't think so. I don't think I've seen that. But I do see things that I'm just... My, my cousin Ronnell, dope artist coming up from the Goose Nation, he says something that was dope. He said... 
when we see like a lot of, like I was telling some of my students today, I'm also a teacher. When we see a lot of people going one way, go the other way. Because for the most part, people are just followers. You know what I'm saying? And when something's going on and you're looking at it and you're like, man, that doesn't make sense to me. They will look at you like you're crazy. And it's like, I'm not crazy. You're walking with the devil. You know what I'm saying? You're walking with the devil and you guys are doing so many terrible things. And you're making me look like I'm crazy. I wouldn't say that I've seen the devil, but I do see things that are just that are not right with God to me. You know what I'm saying? You're doing these crazy hard drugs. You live in some type of way. You're doing these terrible things. You are, let me not get my bag, but you you really uh you a celebrity and you're not giving back to your community. Mm. You you promoting drugs. You promoting killing. You promoting all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, and people following you. You get millions of dollars, and I'm sitting here confused. Like yo, what is going on? Like Tupac said, is that stuff real to you? You sitting here, you, you're the consumer, you listening to stuff, you listening to the art, so-called art, these motherfuckers, sorry, these dudes talking about like, oh, do this, do that, and the terrible things in the community, kill this person, shoot that person, drug this person, raping this person, and y'all selling millions of dollars, is that real to you? That stuff is not real, so I don't support it, you know what I'm saying? So I see stuff that's not good with me, and what I, my, and my belief system, and how I was raised, you know what I'm saying? And people do that, you know what I'm saying? And that frustrates me, but, you know, there's good and bad in this world. There's yin and there's yang. There's a lot, I think there's a lot more evil in this world than good. If you're good, I salute you, you know what I'm saying? Because it's hard to try to be a positive person in such a negative world. This world has changed. The traditional values have changed. And they act like if you have traditional values, there's something wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with me. That's, I'm not going to say wrong. Because I'm not the most perfect person, but that's weird to me. What you're doing is weird. It's not cool. It's not good. You see, you know, you talk about these clowns or whatever. These are, you already know what's going on. I mean, Rolio Maris. The uh, uh, reporters asking rappers, oh, what you think about this stuff that happened in the black community? Now, I'm not really on that about getting money. But you putting money in their pocket. You're still supporting that. People don't really support good people. The people, the masses don't support real artists and good people. But the masses ain't real themselves. True. There you go. You know what I'm saying? We live in the false reality. It's the red pill or the blue pill. Most people sleep. So most That's people are sheep. And we know sheep are dumb, so they need someone to lead them to, to, together. Our shepherd used to be Christ, but now our shepherd is the other guy. Well, that's for them, not for me. <laughs> exactly. No, I don't believe that. I support God. No, <laughs> God supports me. Yeah, so, man. So closing thoughts, guys? I'm inspired, man. <laughs> amen, amen. I would like to say thank you guys for having me. You know, the way this happened was just totally out of the blue. You know yeah, it wasn't saying? out of the blue. No, Nothing happened. It was out of the blue, bro. Like, you know what's so crazy? It's God's divine intervention. I'm going to tell you how I met Moyes. I met Moyes at, first and foremost, I've been following you for a very long time. You know me, no 30 minute specials, no fake eulogies. If you know, don't count spread love now. So I got a shout out to you, King. Um, okay. I, um, I, I, I was very fond of your work, your music. Um, your acting skills, um, you being comical, just you being an awesome individual, beautiful soul. Thank you. A handsome king. Thank you, And man. basically, I saw you in the bus, and <laughs> it was... I'm always on the bus. I, just I was on the bus. You know, yeah. I'm telling you, your guys. You know, I'm telling you, the, the, the way he was describing it. Hey, man, you listen, listen, man. It's love. The women, no. Now, of course, we don't. We know we love the women. You feel me? But we gotta, we gotta, we gotta. You know, match Yo, stop trying to take my women, man. Come on, you're a bitch now, So, um, you know, met them and you know, just encouraged them. You know, how I always do. And after that, from then and there, he, um, the vibe. It was just, it was, it was, it was, it was all love and stuff like that. And after that, he gave me his number. I gave him my number. We kept in touch, and I, um. I basically gave him your information, and from then and there, we hit it off. We made it happen. Plus, I saw him in my block, too. You follow me? And it was love. So nothing is by coincidence, by accident. Everything is by divine orchestration, by God. So God's plan. God's, God's plan. plan. And God's will. It's a thing to God's will and God's plan. Right. God's will and God's we, plan. We, we have two last comments real quick. What's that? Um, my man's from Boston, Massachusetts. He said... um. Great episode. That's a fact. It's always a fact. You see, I'm telling you, you made it, you made it lit. And the last person? <laughs> and Judah said, dope. That's facts. Okay, facts. Appreciate you guys. Closing thoughts, bro? But I just wanted to say thank you guys for having me, you know. I, I, I haven't really been into doing interviews like that for a while. Just trying to, I just have tunnel vision, trying to work on the craft, trying to work on these auditions, these, this acting stuff, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, uh, I, I felt it was a positive vibe, so I thank you guys for having me. God bless you. Continue to do what you do. Continue to touch the culture and touch people and help people. 
uh, and entertain people in the same light. So I'm very grateful to be here, and I hope to see more of you guys flourishing in the future. You guys are good, good men. So I just thank you for the opportunity to speak to your great, uh, your followers and stuff like that. And I hope you guys have a great day too. So my name is Moise Moranti, and I thank you for your time. Hey man, we thank you for coming. I thank my co-host, um, Pastor Come on for us being here with us. We thank you, the viewers, for supporting. If you want to donate to this great show, go to www.gofundme.com backslash the real word. That's www.gofundme backslash the real word. Um, you can also follow us on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, www.youtube.com backslash C for channel backslash the real word TV. That's www.youtube.com backslash C for channel backslash the real word TV. Um, also like us on Facebook at the group, drop a comment, drop a video, share this video, and we thank you for watching. We close out with a quick prayer. Father, we thank you once more again for what you've been doing through us. And we pray, Lord, that this episode in our lives may continue to bless um, all of those who have been touched. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So shout out everybody. We see you next week. Same time, same place. You already know. Cheer. Thank you. Good night.